today, the Supreme Court could do away with affirmative action. The DHS has been coordinating with the FBI and big tech to police disinformation, as if you didn't already know that. And Don Lamont presses John Fetterman on his health. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez and I am joined today by my good friends, Blaze TV contributor Jakub Bullions, also host of The Bottom Line and yep. host of Stinchfield, the, the podcast. This is, of course, yeah. the one and only Stinchfield. Thank you. I mean, I guess his first name is Grant, but I, I just prefer to Please, people, subscribe. Spotify. Google, yes. Apple Podcasts, yes. Rumble, whatever. It's important. But Where, you wherever you, go, you can get it. Do you yeah. just go by Stinchfield now? Stinchfield. Just the name. Like on Newsmax, yeah. the show was yeah, Stinchfield. Stinchfield. So, and at NRA TV, the show was Stinchfield. So I said, hmm, I might as well that. just keep it back <laughs> to Stinchfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so please make sure that you are subscribed to both of these gentlemen. Um, Big Tech, as we will get to later on in the program. Doesn't They don't want you to get actual information. Like, I don't know really what's going on, the truth about what's going on. Um, they just want you to listen to CNN and MSNBC. So you gotta make sure that you're subscribed to Stinchfield. Make sure you're subscribed to the bottom line um, so that you can get the actual facts and truth of all of these stories that matter so much to you as the average American. Speaking of stories that matter, uh, yesterday the Supreme Court heard two cases that could lead justices to rule against affirmative action. So here are the high points of the story. Students for Fair Admissions, this is a legal advocacy group which opposes affirmative action. They have filed complaints against Harvard and the University of North Carolina for quote, employing racially and ethnically discriminatory policies and procedures, end quote, when accepting students. So this is the uh, the lawsuit against Harvard. This was the, the case with the Asian American students. So they said Asian American students need significantly higher standardized test scores to gain entrance into elite colleges. A study from 2009 concluded that Asian applicants required an SAT score approximately 140 points higher than white applicants 270 points higher than Hispanic applicants, 450 points higher than black applicants. Uh, Justice Ketanji Brown-Jackson has recused herself from this Harvard case. since, Of course, she recently concluded a six-year term uh, on the Harvard Board of Overseers, which she's recusing herself, so do the math there. Mm -hmm. That could give the conservatives uh, an advantage. So during these cases yesterday, the U.S. Solicitor, Solicitor General claimed it is a critical national security imperative to attain diversity within the officer corps. Listen. That truth is vitally important to our nation's military. Our armed forces know from hard experience that when we do not have a diverse officer corps that is broadly reflective of a diverse fighting force, mm. our strength and cohesion and military readiness suffer. So it is a critical national security imperative hmm. to attain diversity within the officer corps. And at present, it's not possible to achieve that diversity without race-conscious admissions, including at the nation's service academies. The military experience confirms what this court recognized in Grutter, that in a society where race unfortunately still matters in countless ways, Achieving diversity can sometimes require conscious acts by our leading educational institutions. Hmm. I feel like um, 
basically everything she said right there was completely untrue. Uh, I want to add to this conversation. There was a point uh, as well during all of these hearings where Clarence Thomas said uh, he doesn't have a clue what the word diversity even means. And he asked the UNC Solicitor General or the North Carolina Solicitor General to define what the word actually means and list its benefits. Listen. I've heard the word uh, diversity quite a few times, and I don't have a clue what it means. Uh, it seems to mean everything for everyone. Uh, the, and I'd like you first, you did uh, give some examples in your opening remarks, but I'd like you to give us a specific definition of diversity in the context of the University of North Carolina. And I'd also like you to give us a, uh, a clear idea of exactly uh, what the educational benefits of diversity at the University of North Carolina uh, would be. Yes, Your Honor. So first, we define diversity the way this court has in its court's precedence, which means a broadly diverse set of criteria that extends to all different backgrounds and perspectives and not solely limited to race. And there's a factual finding in this record, PEDAP 113, that there are many different diversity factors that are considered as a greater factor in our admissions process than race. I don't think he actually just said anything no. right there. That was a lot of just... Look, I'll, I'll words, word salad. Yeah, factors, diversity, factors, beliefs. Yes, that's what I heard. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> I, I'm loving this moment yeah. coming from a country where you know, with affirmative action and you know, uh, just running through our country, decimating mm -hmm. senior management in the country. I'm glad that some people still have sanity to go. And you have the black man yeah, standing the black up and man, saying, hmm, But listen to what the black man did, though. Justice Thomas was so smart. He said, why don't, why don't you define it for us? Right. Mm -hmm. Because your counterpart that, uh, you know, or your accomplice in crime that just spoke before said they always want to make it about race. You're the ones making it about race. Mm -hmm. You're the ones who are profiling by race. You're the ones who are lowering standards for some and raising it for the others, all the way up into mm -hmm. the White House press room. That's right, Corinne Jean-Pierre, an affirmative action hire, 100%. Mm -hmm. So I'm so glad to see that some people are saying, uh-uh, no, no, no. And then and that the, the black man would say, what exactly is diversity? Help me out here again. Yeah. See, what's interesting is, I have so much respect for Clarence Thomas, probably my favorite yeah. Supreme Court of all time. Yeah, Justice my, of favorite. All time. Yeah. my favorite. But I mean, he knows what diversity is, I know what diversity is, so I'm listening, I'm like, where's he going with this? And the, and the answer was really what's yes. summed yes. it up. Because look, we all know what diversity is. A, a, a wide range of ideas, a wide range of different people, we all know what diversity is. And I actually think diversity is great. You know, I, I, I want a different set of ideas and experiences, and I actually believe that when police go into to impoverished neighborhoods, it's nice when you have a, a cop that is also of the same color that people are there. Like, those are important things. But on merit, though. On, mm -hmm. on merit, but mm -hmm. the issue which was spelled out when you opened it up is, the colleges talk about policies. Mm -hmm. So it can't just be common sense, it's written out in a policy that then is followed where people who aren't of color, or you're not Asian, or you are Asian, or you're this, or you're that, or that, get, end up getting hurt because of the policy. Why can't we just have common sense and say, you know what, there's a really smart kid in a really poor neighborhood, he's not quite as good as everybody else, but I wanna give that guy a shot. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a policy. Right. Like, okay, 
Let's give him a shot on his merit because you know what it looks like? This kid works really hard. Not that his scores are less or that anything else, but you, you, you're trying to give somebody a chance. Mm. Not because you have a policy for it. It's the policies that get us in trouble. No one can critically think. So they enact policies to get around anybody critically thinking. The paper says do so, so, so I must do. do. Yeah. And, and, and the military, can I just add the military? I wasn't ever in the military. But I can tell you if I was, and I was under fire in a jungle or on a desert, I could give a rat's ass yes. whether the person next to me is black, white, or Hispanic, or Asian. Exactly. And that's why I think that, that when we're talking about all of these affirmative awesome. action issues, that is, that is my yeah. biggest pressing issue, is that we have all of the military forces seemingly just focused, hyper-focused on uh, making sure that they're diverse and inclusive rather than making sure that we have people that can actually fulfill the job requirement. Meanwhile, China over there mm -hmm. is just like salivating yeah. over all of our LGBTQ inclusive videos mm -hmm. that the military is putting forth and they're putting out, you know, uh, uh, ads. It's like, I'm a lesbian and I'm so glad that I joined the army because now they're inclusive and they welcome me and it's like, Oh my yeah, God, please you bring guys. me your soldiers. Well, yeah. Do you really think it's going to matter who you sleep with when China comes and uh, we're all like, you know, there are our new overlords? Do you, do you think that's going to, I mean, yeah, it's going to matter because they're going to take you and like throw you off a building probably. But like other than that, defending the country, I don't think it matters much. No, it doesn't. But you, you mentioned something that's so on point. And, and South Africa is really the world's litmus test on this. If you want diversity, then you develop at a young age, you develop, you go into the rural communities and you invest in children and you will end up with diversity. You will end up with a hodgepodge of different kinds of people competing on merit for the job. And by nature, it'll be diverse. You don't set a policy at the top and go, oh, go, go find me a black guy. Oh, it's like yeah. hiring for a movie set. This is Hollywood. This is how they cast. Oh, we need an Asian guy. But it can't be too, it can be, can be too yellow skinned. Yeah. He's got to be, and then you go get, get me the, the black girl in the 30s and the black girl in the 40s. Oh, and then we got to get at least one white guy. The, you can't run a country like this, Grant, or business like well, this. Military, people are going to die. Yeah. The, the, yeah. This has infiltrated the news business as well. So I came up in mainstream television. I worked 20 years for the NBC-owned and operated group where there literally was no diversity of thought. Mm. So there was plenty of diversity of color, but there was no diversity of thought. If you were a conservative, you can't get a job there. And, and quite frankly, if you were a white guy with at one point blonde hair and blue eyes, you weren't getting a job in a yeah. city like New York. You, yeah. You're just not. So, so it was the opposite mm. and there was no diversity in thought. And, and I'm like, okay, you can have one reporter who might be biased to the left, but you might have one reporter like me who was a free market thinker and I'm doing stories on. That's how a newsroom balances itself out, by having diverse reporters doing diverse things. You're trying to run it down the middle if you're a news organization. But it's not skin pigment. It's not it's skin thought. pigment. It's, it's thought. character. And so, um, you know, this is a huge problem, but when government tries to stick its nose in how to control it, yeah. because in the end, NBC is owned by shareholders. Mm -hmm. Do shareholders want to run an undiverse newsroom? That's their choice. Yeah. I don't want government coming in and telling you I have to do this. I certainly don't want government telling me I have to do this in a, in a college or university. Right. And I don't want them telling me to do that in my life. You know, it's interesting. Um, you mentioned the newsrooms. And not that this has to do with the government actually you know, mandating it. But um, it trickles down so far, even so far, as to like my 10-year-old son. He, when he was younger... 
we had him, he was um, in modeling and he belonged to an agency and all of that. And we were finding and the actual agency confirmed to us that yeah. like, well, there's just not a big need for, you know, boys with blue eyes and white casting. skin and yeah. light hair. Like there's just not a, they're, they're all booking more ethnically, you know, looking diverse uh, children. And so there's just not a need for like this all American look anymore. I mean, they, they told us that. But you know how bad it gets if you don't put a rain on it, okay? It gets into a what's called a quota system. Our sports teams in South Africa at the senior level, that the national teams have a quota. Right. There's an actual mm. quota. It's not the best man playing. It's so many players of this color, so many, so it's black, what we would call biracial, the Cape colors, and then whites. And there's a quota system down to what you would call peewee football. Mm. So now little Johnny is the, you know, sorry, you're the fourth white kid. You're the fastest, yeah. but you can't play. We've already had three white kids in which, there. Which then again brings everything down of course. to the lowest mm -hmm. common denominator. Instead of bringing people up, up. Yeah. they bring everybody down everybody all the way down. to freaking mannequins at Victoria's Secret. Why are they fat now? Right. Why are they fat mannequins? Like, seriously. <laughs> Not right? just mannequins. Like, they're fat people on the windows. In the windows. Exactly. Like, why? Like, yeah. it, because you're bringing everything down no. to the lowest common denominator. Sorry to people that are out of shape. You know, okay. it's, but it's true. It is true. And uh, you, you just reminded me of um, a while back that we had a story that Coca-Cola was, you know, it's this all this ESG that's creeping up. They're like, we're not going to work with any agencies, any firms, anyone if they don't have a 50% or more, you know, diversity quota mm -hmm. or whatever. That's and it's right. like, and you go and look at the Coca-Cola board of directors and they're like, all old white men. Yes. <laughs> and you're like, oh, of course, of course, because they don't actually believe in these policies. They're just like, oh, we have to implement some sort of ESG. So this is what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, hopefully this turns out the way that it should, but uh, definitely we will keep an eye on the matter. We've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Genucel. So Julia, over in Arlington, right around the corner, uh, she said she was blown away by the results she saw with Genucel. She said, I began using Genucel's most popular package recently. I went to get a facial and the technician said, I have impeccable skin. And she has seen 20-year-olds that don't have skin as nice as mine. Genucel products delight men and women by correcting daily skin problems like wrinkles, dark spots, dry skin, sagging jawline, facial redness, and those annoying bags and puffiness under your eyes. I am using Immediate Effects. I use it every day. It's called Immediate Effects under your eyes. And then you follow it up with the plant stem cell therapy under your eyes. And you, trust me when I tell you, you will look years younger. I'm actually 93, but I look <laughs> like I'm way younger. You're not supposed to tell them. I know. I'm, I'm sorry. I gave away the secret. I'm 93 years old. I look as good as I do because of Genucel. Uh, from now until Thanksgiving, you can treat yourself to Genucel's most popular package for 70% off at Genucel.com. Right now, the only skincare products you will ever need. They've got a hyaluronic acid correcting serum that they will include for free when you add it to your cart with this particular package. If you go to Genucel.com slash Y, that is Genucel.com slash Y. The Intercept obtained leaked documents outlining the THS's ongoing plan to police disinformation. Now, remember, it was just back earlier this year when we talked about the DHS. I mean, they they actually came forward with this disinformation board and they were like laughed out of mainstream society for trying to create this. They had just the most 
god-awful leader of it. Mm -hmm. And uh, they decided, oh, I guess we're not going to do this in public while this is all going on behind the scenes, as, of course, I'm sure you already knew. Uh, so prior to the 2020 election, tech companies, including Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, Discord, Wikipedia, Microsoft, LinkedIn, Verizon Media, met on a monthly basis with the FBI, CISA, and other government representatives as part of an initiative, which is still ongoing, of course, no shock to anyone, uh, between the private sector and government to discuss how firms would handle misinformation during the election. So two FBI agents were involved in high-level communications that allegedly led to, of course, Facebook's suppression of the New York Post article uh, reporting of Hunter Biden's laptop, one of the FBI agents who met with Facebook about the Hunter Biden story met with Twitter and DHS this year to explain why we need a media infrastructure that is held accountable, whatever that means. Uh, Facebook created a, they, they literally had a special portal where DHS employees, government partners could go to this portal to report disinformation directly so that it could quickly be addressed. So this is obviously a shortcut, right? They're like, oh, we see something we don't like on the internet. We gotta go to the portal. We gotta tell Facebook. We gotta tell Twitter so that they can immediately remove it so that people can't, we don't want them to know the truth. People are saying masks don't work. We can't have them saying that. People are saying that COVID was created in a lab. We can't have them saying that. We got, excuse me, Facebook, this is Officer Karen. I'm, I'm calling you to, I'm typing to you to tell you that you need to remove this information. It could lead to people questioning the government and we don't want that. That's all I have to say. I'm, I'm about to have to use the swear jar, so I need one of you guys. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I hate these I, people. Look, I'll tell you, I, nothing about the FBI surprises me anymore. Nothing. And, and that they, All of them. That they colluded with Zuckerberg and Meta, Facebook. Of course. Of course they did. That they would suppress. It's, you know, it's so funny. They say, again, they, want to, they say we want to hold social media companies accountable, right? Yeah, it's called Section 230. We have that. They violate that every single day. They're publishers right. and they share political opinion. We have that. We have a law to hold them accountable. Hey, by the way, we also want to hold them accountable to allow freedom of speech to reign. But now we find out now your accountability is silence right. the free thinkers. Now you've got literally, you know, the FBI colluding, silencing free thinkers. Does not surprise me, but it, it's just an ever growing, growing problem in our country. Look, in the end, it's understandable the FBI would want to talk to these agencies if there's threats of a hack, right. if there's yeah. threats right. of someone going to infiltrate sure. your systems. Right. That's law enforcement. Yeah. But a public square, a bulletin board mm -hmm. is basically all it mm -hmm. is, is not the FBI's role to be saying, hey, this is wrong or this is right. The only reason the overlords at Facebook and Twitter and Instagram wanted to take that over is because they support the Democrat Party so much, they want to censor any information mm -hmm. that could be harmful to them. Mm -hmm. And and they use the FBI now, I believe they were probably so grateful the FBI was coming in because it gave them cover. Yeah, of oh, course. Well, the FBI right. said right. I should course. take it down. Yes, good oh. point, yep. of course. Which so, is why Mark Zuckerberg went on Joe Rogan's and was like, yeah. oh, well, the, I mean, the yeah. FBI. We're not gonna disobey the FBI. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. Which is why he point. pleaded the fifth like 50 times when Marsha Blackburn pressed him, you know, in, in that time in Congress. Uh, it makes all the sense. It gives them an incredible backdoor. We have a it's ruling good. class in America, a ruling class of elites that operate by a different set of rules. The FBI operates now on behalf of those elites. Sadly, those elites are Democrats, though we do have some establishment Republicans yeah, that are cozied up to that yeah. same group. 
but the FBI is the henchman. They're they're the they're the bag man and the and the strong arm for that group of elites. The tech company is well ingrained in that. Our, our leaders in Washington, sadly, are well ingrained in that. Washington bureaucrats are well ingrained in that. And I believe that the FBI is well ingrained in that, too. Grant, you don't see Parler on that list. You don't see Truth Social on that mm. list. You don't see Newsmax on that list. Right. You don't see Blaze on that list, The Daily Wire on that list. No, they're going after the mainstream, leftist-leaning tech companies. And there are conservative tech companies and platforms like The Blaze. The Blaze. That's amazing. But they know they're going after those left-leaning because they know... They'll dance like right. puppets. And want to dance. They want to. Mm -hmm. yes. They want to align. Mm -hmm. They want to align with the establishment. So I, I want to just give a, a quick, I don't know, anecdote of what might happen if you participate in this disinformation that the government has deemed is inappropriate. Uh, true the vote leaders, Catherine Inglebright and Greg Phillips, were put in jail after they refused to give up the name of one of their sources, whom they, of course, allege is a confidential FBI informant. Um, so this is these are the people who if you guys watch that documentary that sounds a lot like, you know, uh, 1000 donkeys, but I'll just not say the actual name so that in hopes that the YouTube algorithm doesn't ding us for is talking that we about can't it. say the name. So I can't say the name. I mean, I, I don't know it, if the control room can tell me whether or not we can but, even say the name. I'm not sure, but we've we've discussed the movie at great length. Yeah, I mean, and, it, it's a um, fabulous movie. It yeah. is. Salem Media, who I work for Salem Radio, I do a radio show in Los Angeles. Yeah. Salem Media was behind that movie. It, it's eye-opening, and, and I actually believe the fact that they are imprisoning those two people who are instrumental mm -hmm. in tracking down the mules that were moving votes mm -hmm. that are shown in that movie that is frightening to the core because there has been times in the past where they have imprisoned journalists for not giving up sources. Yeah. There have been times. It's not often, it, but there have been times. You know, when I worked at NBC, I was an investigative reporter, so I would come across this all the time. Right. I could never, ever promise someone anonymity. Okay? Right. I could say, I'm going to do my best to, yeah. to keep But if your, you were pressed, but, you, and you would have to And I tell people that most reporters do not, okay? And this is a big distinction. I'm honest with my source. If you tell me this and the courts come calling, I can't guarantee you that I'm gonna to go to jail for this. So either don't tell me the information, yes. which is fine, or know that there may be a chance that I'm gonna to have to give up the information because a journalist isn't any more special. I hate to break the news to all you journalists out there. <laughs> They're not any more special. They don't enjoy any more rights than right. American no, citizens enjoy. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's not. They, well, they don't not get, supposed to, to be. <laughs> get to go places that other people don't. We all have equal rights. And so you don't get to keep a source when, you know, if you know something or, or they're trying to interview you about it, it's mm -hmm. not one of your rights, mm -hmm. especially if a crime was committed. But here a crime I don't believe was committed. No. So you got to be careful because now they're going after him and are you ready to go to jail? And, and thankfully, I think they are. Thankfully for these two. Right. They're brave souls. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it shouldn't have to come to that. No. No. It shouldn't have to come to that. No. Um, all right. Last word. Go ahead. No, it's a, it's a suppression of freedom. And it's what you're going to see it all around. This is why they're going after the top lawyers in the country right now. Mm -hmm. We just spoke to one. We just spoke to one before yeah. the show. They're going after all the top lawyers, whether they were part of J6 or not. Mm -hmm. They're taking the conservative lawyers and they're trying to take them out because they know at some point there is a standoff in the courts yep. in America for freedom. Yep. Speaking of going after the top lawyers, uh, I'd just like to remind everyone here in Texas to make sure to go vote and vote for Ken Paxton, because that is 
One of the people that they are going after uh, really hardcore, and we yes, really please. need him in uh, in Texas to continue to be at the helm of things, as well as voting for all of the attorneys general across can, the country, Republican. Can I just say something about Ken Paxton, the please. attorney general of Texas? Please. This is a man who is engaging in lawfare. The Democrats perfected the art of lawfare. Ken Paxton has sued the mm -hmm. Biden administration mm -hmm. like 26 times yeah. now. Most, more, more than, more than, than any. anyone. Anybody yep. else. And yep. so at the very least, it slows down the Biden agenda. Yes. At the very most, it stops it all together and he wins in court, which he has been winning. Yes. If he was to lose in Texas and a Democrat took over the attorney general's office, think of what happens. Every California policy that gets instituted here in, here in Texas, they would, the attorney general would say, hey, we're good with that. Yeah. We're fine with that. He's the last line of defense. Perhaps it's a must if, if he's yes. not, If he's not in Austin, do you know the, the mountain of effort we'll have to work to save children from sex trafficking? The mm. amount of work that man has done in his office to help us to protect mm -hmm. children, the opposite would be anarchy in the streets. Yeah, yeah and, at the, and, at the and, and at the border. And at the border, 100%. Which is yeah. huge. Um, all right, we've got, to, uh, we've got to take another quick break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Birch Gold. So, look, I don't have to tell you that inflation's a big deal because you're seeing it every time you open up your app and you look at your 401k or your IRA. You are seeing your money, your earnings being devalued every single day day. Now is the time, you guys, okay? You got to diversify. You can do that which, with Birch Gold. You can text the word Y to 989898. They will send you a free info kit on diversifying into gold. Plus, when you do it this month by Black Friday, you will get a free gold bar with every purchase that you make by December 22nd. They've got almost 20 years experience converting these IRAs, 401ks, into precious metals IRAs. They can help you Stop letting your savings get devalued by the radical left. Text the word Y to 989898. You are not going to, you're not going to lose anything. You're not going to pay anything. It's free. No obligation. There's no reason not to do it. That is the word Y to 989898. John Lamont, and yes, I will always call him that. I will never call him uh, by his actual name. Uh, he asked John Fetterman, wait, I guess, hold on. Is this in his, this must be in his morning show that he shares with two other co-hosts because right. he lost the primetime gig. So now he's in the mornings with the other people. Don't, don't make fun of people who lose primetime gigs. Listen. <laughs> My news facts. That was political. It was. That was political. It was. It this was. is sheer ratings. I know. That which was, was not ratings. your problem. He deserved to lose that job a long time ago. Yeah. Which yes. was my point, yes, Grant. Yes, I know. I'm just so, joking. Okay. But, um, so he was like, he was asking John Fetterman, hey, do you think that it would be helpful for your doctors to, I don't know, like brief the press before election night? And uh, John Fetterman claimed, apparently he lives in some alternate reality because he says that he has been very transparent about his health. Watch. Do you think it would help if you let your doctors brief the press before election night? I think we've been pretty transparent. You know, we've we've had our doctors uh, just be very clear that that they're here, that we're able to and, and fit to, to to serve. And from my point, um, uh, you know, we've been also been very transparent in terms of showing up at a debate and very transparent about you know having events in front of thousands and thousands of Pennsylvanians for for, for months. And I was again no, it was no secret that I was going to miss some words. I was going to mush some words together. Uh, and and as we've been very clear in the debate and during during this this interview I'm, i've been using captioning as well true i believe uh, we've been pretty transparent to give all the voters to to make it their mm -hmm. their, their choice 
And listen, I, I'm asking the question for the voters because then voters may may wonder: Is there a reason that you don't want your doctors to take questions? That's why I keep asking this. <laughs> Hello. No, oh, I, I just I just believe that we have our doctors uh, just weigh in on that, and, uh -huh. and they believe that I'm fit uh, to, fit fit to serve. Huh. Okay. Well, that's weird because he was asked to actually release his full medical records and he refused to do so. Um, I want to throw in one other clip with this exchange, which look, when you know, when you have this guy, this CNN hack who is actually pressing you in this manner and you are a Democrat, you're screwed. Yeah. You are totally screwed. Yeah. So he also was asking Fetterman about uh, inflation. And of course, as expected, uh, he gave just a completely nonsensical response. Watch. Well, let's talk about inflation because that's a big concern for voters. What do you think the biggest cause of inflation is? And should the Biden administration be doing more? No, I, I just do. I, I think the, it, that simply is also, Leah, let's talk about the trillions in, in massive tax uh, tax uh, cuts to the corporate uh, tax uh, structure as well. True, you know, trillions what? of dollars that have added to the deficit, and and now th they still want to support those as well. True, I think in terms of being very what? serious about uh, addressing inflation, is is making sure that those rates are brought back into a line with what they they should have been, uh, <laughs> where they're able to uh, fight uh, the, the 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 deficit. Okay. That is the definition of word salad. That made no sense. Hello, Pennsylvania. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, what do you expect? He goes to the Biden School of Campaigning. I mean, oh, my goodness. Oh, the no. fish rots from the head. I mean, oh, you know who the head is. Yeah, it's the it's same, the same nonsense you get. But why, but I say this, sorry, go ahead, sir. No, go ahead. I, why I'm wouldn't they, though, Grant? Why, if, you, if you've sure. had success, to put a man in the White House, that does not have all these faculties, that can't, that, that Why not do it for the Senate? Why not do it all over? <laughs> because you can control them. You can absolutely control oh. them at every level. They will dance, Papa, dance. They're not going to think for themselves. They don't have the ability to. But this is bad. This, and, and Joe Biden is bad. Let's, let's face it. I don't look at much difference between that and what I get from Joe Biden on a daily no, basis. No, no. It's really or, or not. Kamala Harris, it, for that matter. It, it's a national security risk. Even him in the United States Senate is a national security risk. Yeah. That, that's disastrous. And, and it's before the election. So the people of Pennsylvania, really, <laughs> you have time to protect to, us don't around do the country, yeah, don't do not do, do this. this. Yeah. Poor Dr. Oz. You know, Dr. Oz, who I was not a great fan yeah. of leading yeah. this, but he's my candidate now, right? So I will yeah. vote for any Republican over any Democrat. Right. Always. Straight ticket this There is this no such thing yeah. as Straight. person over party for me. It's yeah. not. It's party first, okay? So with him, you got to say, why would, they, why would they go down that road? You could have done anything. And if you're Dr. Oz, are you not saying, I was a successful TV guy? I had kind of everything, the world by the cojones, mm -hmm. and I can't beat this guy. Right. I can't even get up in the polls on this guy by a sliver up, down. What is going on? No, he's going to beat him. He's going to beat well, him. He has to. Well, no, there, was a, there was a, a poll that was taken uh, October 26th from Insider Advantage, I'm reading on Real Clear Politics right now, that shows Oz with a three-point lead. But even then, it's like, how, how, yeah. how, how is that only three points? Yeah. He's wearing a sweatshirt. 
He looks like he's sitting in a jail cell. He looked like he was sitting in a cell. I mean, honestly, it is the whole thing. It's so bizarre. He looks like he's in a basement, like the president was in a basement running his campaign. Look, that, that makes no sense. All I can tell you is this. It's a mockery of the American people. They don't care. They'll put a guy in a sweatshirt out there looking like he's sitting in the basement running for in a gubernatorial race right. to, to, to basically be the president of a state because some of these states are larger than most countries. Right. Mm-hmm. We have to think that way. The governor of a state is basically a president. He's, he's, over, he's over everything in that state. And that guy's going to govern wisely. Come look, on, people. I, I like the Come casual on. look, okay, obviously. <laughs> I, I like the casual look. You it's did the casual look much better than Fetterman. I would never in a, hoodie? In a million years wear a hoodie on this program with you. Not in a million years. I wouldn't do it. I mean, I, try, I have some form of respect right. for like coming in front of everybody. I got cameras and lights. Right. You might want to like dress up a little bit. Yeah. Respect the yeah. constituents, the people you're asking to vote for you. What about the respect for those who live in Pennsylvania? Yeah. There's none. There's none. They don't care about you. Please, for the love of life. You gotta vote Oz. I don't care if your whole family's voted blue f- you know, back seven generations. This time, you cannot let that I've happen. said, he looks like a professional wrestler, okay? <laughs> he looks like one. He'd never make it in professional wrestling. Do you know how on point those wrestlers are with their, you know, I got the uh-huh. Rolex watch uh-huh. and the fanciest car yeah. and then I'm gonna beat your, you know. They're so good. He, he couldn't do that. No. There's no way he no. could do that. No, no, I don't he think he offered He makes Jesse Ventura captioning. look like a champion. Yeah. You remember Jesse Ventura? Yeah. Which, by the way, I will also add, Grant, yeah. You do you do respect the audience because you're showing them your guns right now with that the gun show that yeah with that shirt so there you yeah. go see. there you go Woo. okay <laughs> we got some guns in here guys yeah, yeah, get security yeah hold on one minute <laughs> what? I'm getting uncomfortable her husband is the director of this That's program like, watching right now it's got nothing to do with that <laughs> all right yeah, yeah, yeah. so I want to play one more clip really quickly here um, because we we're talking about inflation we're talking about John Fetterman you guys made the uh the, the comparison with Joe Biden. Well, Joe Biden also talked about inflation today, but he uh, said inflation is high because of the war in Iraq and then told this other nonsensical thing about uh, why he was thinking about Iraq, which was also untrue. Watch. No change in the quality of it, just change in the price. And they talk about inflation. You know, we're dealing with it for a whole second. Inflation is a worldwide problem right now. Because of a war in Iraq and the impact on oil and what Russia's doing. I mean, excuse me, the war in in Ukraine. Okay. And uh, I think in Iraq because that's where my son died. uh, Because he died. He didn't. His son did this not die the, in Iraq. This is the second time in a mm-hmm. couple of weeks he's mm-hmm. done this. His mm-hmm. son, obviously, Sarah, died of cancer. Mm-hmm. You know that, and you know that. And everybody knows that. The whole world knows that. But he tries to make him out to be like he died on a battlefield someplace. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Guys. Twice oh in two weeks I now. I can't. We, we, we call it fractioning in our industry. And that's when a person's personality in their mind fractions. Mm-hmm. It's called split personality, multiple personality disorder, fractioning. This guy is, is fractioned. There's I've dated mo- some girls like this. <laughs> that's on you, buddy. That is totally on you, okay? I can't help you with that. If you're stupid, you suffer, okay? I'm sorry. If you're dumb, you suffer. No, but seriously, this is, this is such a concern. There's not a, a psychiatrist worth his or her salt that will not look 
at that statement, knowing the facts, I would not go, this is, this is 911 fire alarm. Yeah. Big, big problems. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. <clears throat> we got to take another quick break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, U.S. Law Shield. So I was so excited. I found out about this uh, concert that was taking place last weekend with Dirks Bentley over here in Dallas. It was at the Dos Equis Pavilion. It was so fun. So good. U.S. Law Shield put on the whole thing. They've got another concert coming up with U.S. Law Shield, but uh, this one is in Houston. It's going to have Leonard Skinner and special guest Brett Michaels. It's so cool. you got to make sure that you're a part of it. This concert is a thank you for being part of the U.S. Law Shield family and to show their appreciation to their members and friends. They're throwing an awesome party, and trust me when I tell you, it is awesome. It's this Sunday, November 6th at the Toyota Center in Houston. You can get free tickets if you look them up on Facebook. That is how I found out about it. I'm con You guys know, I'm constantly going on Facebook looking for different events. So that's how I found out about it. Go find it. Go to the U.S. Law Shield Facebook page. Get your free tickets to an awesome show. Yesterday, The Atlantic published this title, uh, this article titled, Let's Declare a Pandemic Amnesty. We need to forgive one another for what we did and said when we were in the dark about COVID. Now, part of the article reads, we have to put these fights aside and declare a pandemic amnesty. We can leave out the willful, willful purveyors of actual misinformation while forgiving the hard calls that people had no choice but to make with imperfect knowledge. Los Angeles County closed its beaches in summer 2020. Ex post facto, this makes no more sense than my family's masked hiking trips. But we need to learn from our mistakes and then let them go. We need to forgive the attacks too because I thought schools should reopen and argued that kids as a group were not at high risk. I was called a teacher killer. It wasn't pleasant, but feelings were high. And then, of course, it goes on to cite all of the decline in education, all of the lower test scores, all of the school closures. But uh, we should move on and just focus on helping children recover. I will never forgive them. Ever. And in fact, I will always hold them accountable. Yes. They, they, it was a large part of taking my country in a direction mm -hmm. that I don't want it to go. Mm -hmm. It was a large part in President Trump not being in the Oval Office today. Uh, this was weaponized against us. People lost all forms of common sense, even the blind sheep that followed these idiot leaders that put these tyrannical uh, restrictions on us. I blame them and I'm never gonna forgive them either. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I went on record whenever we were having all of these, you know, grocery stores, the toilet paper shortages. I mean, this was at the mm -hmm. very beginning. And I was like, guys, right. this is a bad flu. Calm down and stop freaking out. I got called all sorts of things. And, you know, I, I know that people like to cite the amount of people, the amount of people in total that have died. Guess what? The health officials purposely did not give your loved ones who died. They didn't give them the treatment that they required. They didn't give them ivermectin. They didn't give them hydroxychloroquine. Right. They didn't give them. The governors of some states did not allow the doctors to provide the treatment they wanted to provide to these people. And they died on purpose to push an agenda and if they yeah. never forgive ever and if they did not die on purpose then they misappropriated the death a motorcycle accident mm -hmm. gets logged as a COVID death because the guy happened to you know was asymptomatic with COVID while driving his motorcycle into a pole. Oh, and guess so, who got money whenever they registered uh, of, it as of, a COVID of dog? Of course, of mm -hmm. course. And standard protocol became remdesivir, which mm -hmm. we know, hello. I mean, and so, heck, we had to break my mom out of a hospital, literally broke her out of a hospital. Had the cops show up mm -hmm. at the house and I said, come try. You know, so, no, look, 
the forgiving thing, they'll always play on that because they'll play on your sympathy and your empathy. It's so easy to go into a fight and throw punches when no one's punching back. And then later when you go, oh, now they're coming for me. Can we just right. Can right. We just call it truce? Right. right, right. Can we just say, oh, come on. Oh, come on. Let's How love. could anyone have known? How Let's could anyone love. have known? Oh, wait. No, we, we told you. Since we day told freaking you. one. Can, All of it. Do you both remember, this is one of my biggest regrets. I say I'm right 95% of the time. I've run the numbers 95% of the time. I'm right. There's 5% I'm wrong. I was sitting in that chair. Is that why you're single? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) But it ended up I'm always right about that too. But uh, I was sitting in that chair. Yaku, I think you were sitting here. Sarah, you looked at me. This is in January of 2020. Yes. And you said, do you think this COVID thing is going to be a big deal? And I looked at you and I said, no, I don't think this is anything mm-hmm. worse than the flu. I don't mm-hmm. think it's a big deal. I, I don't think we need to worry day. about it. Mm-hmm. I had never been so wrong in the, in the yes. next two years. But right. But I was right, right in the yes. beginning. Yes. yes. It yes. was nothing. Yes. But I was wrong about the damage it would do. And it wasn't the COVID that did Correct. the damage. Yep. It was the politicians. It wasn't the virus. It wasn't the virus. It was the policies. Yeah, that's right. It was Absolutely. the government. And I can argue what they claim to be the remedy to the virus did more damage than... I mean, literally, when you have the health agencies of this country telling you you don't need vitamin D, you don't need to go outside, you don't need to exercise, what you need to do is go home, sit around in the dark, I guess, fill your face with potato chips and wait until you can't freaking breathe and then come to the hospital where we will give you remdesivir and you will die. That's what the top health agency in this country was telling you. I don't know. It just took a little bit of common sense for us to go. Yeah, no, that's, we, that's never been correct. You always should get vitamin D. You always yeah. should get sunlight. You always should get exercise. This case is no different. Still do those things. Right. And the common sense that we said, and I was at this table, we were just inverted in chairs, where we said there's never in medicine a one-size-fits-all, a one right. solution to everybody. Whenever the medical community comes to you and say, this is the fix for everybody, they're lying to you. And by the way, it's so convenient for them now to say, well, we didn't have all the information. You yeah. told us you did. Right. You told us the science, the right. science, the science. Right. I, Go ahead. I can't remember what we talked about last week on this show, but I remember that question. Yeah. yeah. Of all the interviews I've ever done in my entire life, that was fundamentally the most memorable question ever because of everything that had happened since then. And then I'm on a plane flying back from Los Angeles yesterday, and I got... 10, 15, 20 people on a plane wearing masks. I did too yesterday. I flew from Louisville, Kentucky, and people are wearing masks. What kind of idiot are you? Like, (laughs) seriously, have you not figured it out? A special kind of idiot. There's a whole new classification. We, we need to reclassify. Yeah. Um, I want to remind everyone, uh, election night, it's a week away, and obviously the stakes are really, really high. So uh, we gotta, you got to make sure that you sign up for our election guide over at theblaze.com slash election guide. We're going to give you a free copy of Blaze Media's Ultimate Guide to the Midterms. It's going to go directly to your inbox. That is theblaze.com slash election guide. We will give you everything you need to be ready for election night. I think I uh, should give myself a prize for not having to use a swear jar at all this episode. Um, California <laughs> State Senator Scott Weiner spoke to K-Ron 4 News about Paul Pelosi's attacker, David DePap. He said, I've been aware of him for a long time because he was associated with the public nudity folks in the Castro. It's a long history with them. I'm unclear why Scott Weiner, state senator, would uh, know why he mm-hmm. had a long, like he knows this guy has a long history 
with a Castro nudist, but um, this is Scott Wiener, so, who has been at the helm of all of the monkeypox policies and uh, trying to, you know, know. bring drag queen 101 to K through 12 curriculum and state mm-hmm. schools. So I guess he would I, know. I, I told you I do radio in Los Angeles every mm-hmm. morning mm-hmm. on AM 870. Scott Wiener's name comes up a lot. Mm-hmm. This guy, every bad policy out of California. Mm-hmm. Scott Wiener's name is always on it. The age of consent lowered, right, for LGBT Exactly. Mm-hmm. Scott kids. Wiener. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, With I mean, Newsom. this does... With Newsom. With Newsom. Well, yeah, but, but he often is the guy that's introducing yeah, this stuff in the Senate. Yeah. He's championing these issues. Yeah. Scott Wiener comes up with every radical, nonsensical, idiotic policy so, that you can think of. Allegedly, there's the rumors of, you know, perhaps this was a gay lover of Paul Pelosi's. And you have... Scott you were Wiener. worried about me saying 2,000 mules. What? You have Scott, you have <laughs> Scott Wiener you over here talking about, I'm underwear? just saying, he knows him. He knows him. He knows him. In his underwear, I guess Nancy Paul is Pelosi knows home. him too, quite well, apparently. Seems like a lover's quarrel to me. <laughs> Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.